Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer by the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. And I'm Vern Value. And we are 25-year Wall Street veterans, analysts who have gone underground in order to offer our candid, unvarnished views of our favorite stocks in this week's Value Line Investment Survey. You've seen our faces on TV. You've seen us quoted in the press. But our bosses would never allow us to go public with these private recommendations, so we disguise our voices so they'll never know. It's Friday afternoon. Uh, Vern and I are kicking back after work. We're having a few uh, beverages, and we're talking about Value Line just like we have for 20 years. Now we record it for your listening pleasure. Uh, visit our website. And ours. And ours, absolutely. Okay. Maybe only ours, actually. Uh, we know that, everybody. But anyway, visit our website, www.thevalueguys.com, where you'll read disclosures like, this is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, we're using only Value Line. We may know nothing about what we're talking about, and often that's our goal. Uh, and uh, we, and have we a, often own what we We do about. own. And we have a lot of conflicts, too. Uh, we could be providing, uh, who knows, the opposite advice to uh, some institutional client. But we're not, really. But we just say that. But we might be. So bear in mind, uh, this is for entertainment purposes only. It's unvarnished. Unvarnished, remember. absolutely. Uh, I'll be back at the back half of the show uh, talking about uh, things I don't you know, know a lot about, which is always fun for me. C.B. Richard Ellis, a big uh, real estate services company. Wow, you, you know, I happen yeah. to know you don't know anything about that. I don't, uh, but I do now because I've read Value Line. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Equifax, which is a services provider to all kinds of things on the Internet, which is gaining share, the uh, world economy. And then finally, something I have talked about uh, before, Getty Images. Um, but uh, uh, before we get to all that, uh, and before we get to Vern even, I just want to highlight. Before you get to me. Yeah, before I get to you. If you go to our website right now, www.thevalueguys.com, there's a button on the left, Vern's, or I'm sorry, Val's Best Picks. That's me. And I've coded in here all our picks, my favorite picks back since the inception of the show in the spring of 06. And there's a lot of red on here right now. Uh, because, of course, we're in a bear market for we're gonna value. Have, we're going to have mine on the site. The soon. Russell, yeah, whatever. The Russell 2000 values down what do you about. Mean, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we're waiting for you on that. It's your chore that's not getting done. But anyway, I want to point out a couple names on here that I'd reendorse if people are looking at this. Uh, there's a link to it. It's in. I just have it in Yahoo. The value guys at yahoo.com. We want to get on with. We want to get on with Burns picks. Uh, absolutely. But look, uh, Hart Hanks. Is down 38 percent. I still like that. Uh, and New York Times down 30. Still like that. Newspapers are getting bought. They're going up in value. A couple of things we've talked about were up 10 percent today. In fact, also uh, what else here? Wellman is down 94 percent since I recommended it. <laughs> are you, are you, are you wow! Serious? I just stay in that at this point. Well, what is it? Uh, sell it before year end. Take the tax loss. <laughs> Definitely on that. Buy Can it you back. carry that forward I have for no several idea years, I hope? I do want to point out some things we recommended a year ago. Now, let's see. Our best pick, Agrium, which was recommended. The dates are all in here. In October 06, we recommended AGU. It's up 142%. Now, the SEC, if this were really investment advice, would say i got to tell you everything. And it's all on the site, all our favorites. Well, you let off with the ones that yeah. have been... Wellman. Yeah, down a lot. Now, we've got some winners here, too. Um, we got to get mine loaded. But in any case, that's a lot of fun, so go check it out. Now, with a lot of ado, because he bought <laughs> drinks, so I'm easy. A lot of ado. Vern, 
Vern value, everybody. I guess an, an extra dose of holiday ado. Holiday ado, definitely. <laughs> so take it away, Vern. Thank you, Val. Thank you. Hughes. Thank you. Val Hughes. Get it. I haven't uh, said that. <laughs> it's good to have it back on oh, the thank show. You. Thank yeah. you. All right. I thought I'd been retired permanently. No. I'm going to Get talk about. <laughs> I'm also going to talk about a name I've talked about before. I'm not sure if I talked about this last quarter, but I'm going to guess I did, based on the way the chart looks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Convert Convergus, I think, is how it's pronounced. Convergus. That's how is, I would say. The symbol is CVG. Um, value line says 1644. The stock looks like it's been about. 15 to 18 for the last four months. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe three months ago we talked about it after it had been crushed. It's down 35% from a high in the spring, so it's trading at about a 25% discount to the market. Um, Value Line ranks at four, of course. They don't like it because it got beat up. They provide integrated customer care and billing services. They have three businesses, customer management group, that's 70% of earnings, Information management, 43% because they're losing money in employee care. And employee care is where they've signed some big contracts with Johnson & Johnson, Starbucks, and apparently others. And so they have a lot of revenue coming in there, and there's some question about whether they're going to be able to earn much money. And they do what? Employee care? I. It's not perfectly – I think we're talking about – Cool. No. What is well, that? It's software products produce more than 1 million bills, and the customer care divisions handles more than 1 million calls. And there's some talk here about having excess call center capacity in the customer management group. That's their largest source of earnings. I see. Um, A call center taking 1-800 calls from customers of various companies. Yeah, and I think oh. they do it for right, they do it for companies in the corporate commercial space, but they may mm. also do it for consumer businesses as well. Well, that thing looks down a lot recently. I'm just looking over there. <laughs> How about that? But I think we re- well, I think I talked about it when it was down a lot. Well, why should I buy it? Well, firm? the the concern is they're not going to make any money in this they where they've signed these big contracts, right? Well, of course they won't. That's how they won the big contracts. <laughs> we know that. They won't make money Estimates for 2 years. Cut, right. So I mean, big deal. the The, the cash flow per share and um, earnings per share of this company has been nearly unchanged for a decade, um, as the uh, as they've been buying stock back the whole time, with a basically shrinking um, pie of profit. Do you like the stock? Yeah, I do because it's only five times on an enterprise value basis. Okay. And I think, you know, it's beat up and the bad news is in it. And somebody agrees with me because Value Line is showing four inside buyers in August and one in September, which is when the stock had been crushed and was trading around where it is today. And they buy it before? It's eight times, it's eight times cash flow. So even if this is 10% too optimistic, 20% too optimistic, then it would be 10 times cash flow. Um, the return on capital is decent. It's like 10%. Um, and they're, you know, they've got, uh, um, you know, a recent revision in numbers that I think is probably arguably taking some risk out of the business. Let's assume for a moment that they've gone out and signed some big new business and know how to make some money at it. Sounds There's like no a reason stretch. to expect them to, huh? That's a stretch. Did those no, insiders so. buy before Five the fall times. or no, after? after the fall? Oh, okay. Because I'd have after to question. After the fall. Okay. Okay. No. All right. No, and it's five times. I mean, a bearish forecast for EBITDA. Hmm. Anyway, okay. Convergence, check it out, CVG. I'm not an expert on this, uh, whatever business service business this really is. 
But um, hmm. we're trying to come up with good ideas here, right? I don't ideas. know. Ideas. Is that on one? Ideas. Not for me. Not for me. No, fine. Well, maybe Mr. Know-It-All, you can help me Not with that. Not a know it that, that's just that's a low blow, Vern. <laughs> that's coming in low. It's below the you know, belt. I just uh, no. I tend to buy these things. I don't say go do some work. Hey, listen to our show. I'm going to give you homework. Come on. What I'm saying is, <laughs> do you buy that? Are you saying buy it or not buy it, Vern? I I say this okay. is for entertainment purposes. All only. right. That's what all I say. right. Okay. okay. Uh, the next stock I'm going to talk about for entertainment purposes only. Is Avis Budget Group, Symbol's car, which is why, of course, I looked at it at first. I didn't know who, what the company would be. It's just I'm attracted by the symbol. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and, uh, and then I looked at the hmm. chart, and I see the stock is around $13 and was above 31 earlier this year. I mean, this hasn't fallen out of bed. It fell down the stairs. It's lying out in the garden. Um, wow. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not sure what the problem is exactly. Operating margin is down a little bit. Maybe that's it. The PE here is uh, ten and a half times. So it's not that it had an outrageous valuation. I don't think. I mean, it would have been twice that, right, on higher numbers because the numbers have been cut. Um, Maybe but the I, resale uh, market went bad on them. They can't get rid of the old they, cars. They're making. They're making an acquisition. They're buying Carry International. You know Carry. You've ridden in their limos, right? Um, for sixty million dollars, they're buying forty-five percent of the business. But um, I, you He's know, buying I, a customer. I don't get it because the the valuation, the traditional valuation metrics here are nuts. The stock's thirteen, right? Um, they show debt to cap is forty-three percent, so not overly levered or anything. They show cash flow per share at eighteen dollars. So the stock price is less than one times cash flow. No, no I check these numbers. I you know the the shares outstanding stock price matches with market cap. Well, we I talked mean, about this though. Looks like the it math could is be okay. that there's lease accounting and the lease payment is being broken there's into 16, interest, depreciation, and principal. There's sixteen dollars per share of depreciation here. So, so that's you're telling me. That I think, think that's a, that cash is a cash depreciation because it's a lease payment, and that's one one of the unique. Situations where depreciation would well, be a cash. Well, over here it expense. says annual rentals are five hundred and sixty-one million. But that's okay. So maybe it so works backwards that into that. Is that the number? I, don't I mean, know. even at that, if I put, I mean, that's five dollars a share. So I'd still have eleven dollars a share in depreciation. Yeah, that could be it. Well, how can this thing be even at two it's times? It's got to be. It's two times be. cash flow doesn't make any more sense than I one times cash flow. I think that you have flow. a leasing company. The lease payment is CapEx because you're buying the fleet, yeah. and part of that's CapEx depreciation. Is less than $2 a share. Right. Well, that's for the that's for the actual property plant equipment okay. account. I'm saying, right. I and I'm not an accountant, but I think the lease payment gets broken into depreciation, okay. interest, well, let's, let's assume and then that all I can't add the depreciation back to to get my. Well, how about interest? There's probably an interest no, payment. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the, this. Is um, seventeen dollars per share out of. 19 of cash flow, and it leaves me with $2 of cash flow, $13 stock, less than seven times. Now, with a dollar and a quarter of the CapEx we were talking about, it's a lot higher on a free cash flow. Maybe that's it. Uh, the financial risk here is not – I mean, I, I did like a worst case on, uh, on operating income and came up with uh, a number that's twice um, lease expense and um, interest, so – 
Maybe you're right. I, I don't know. But even at that, it's I've really I've seen that cheap, before. It's odd. And it looks like it's oversold on concern about the stability of the business. Or, uh, um, and like I say, they have plenty of uh, cash flow to... Value Line should explain those metrics a little better on that one. They really should, yeah. Hmm. CAR, C-A-R. So that's not going to be my favorite idea for those of you placing their bets on what's going to be Bernie's I'm beginning to feel idea. that you have not yet spoken about your favorite idea. And then I'm, gonna, I'm not feeling I'm actually the passion. I'm going to talk about four stocks this week because then I'm going to talk about two in a pair. I'm just going to edit um, one of those out. I w- no, you're not. I yeah. was attracted to too many. the uh, refuse haulings, solid waste disposal industry uh, because they've got relatively uh, cheap-looking valuation metrics um, recognizing that they're cyclical businesses, okay? And um, why wouldn't I want to buy waste management? The uh, largest solid waste disposal company in North America. We were looking at that today in the shop. Where returns have improved significantly over the last several years. Kind of gotten their act together, if you will. Uh, big investment in uh, fleet going on right now to improve operating profitability. Losing they're, customers, I read there. Yeah, but they're cutting back on capacity explicitly. Now, did you There's look at Republic? That's going did on. you look at Republic at the Republic, same time? Uh, Republic sells at a premium. They do, but... They say they're getting price increases. No problem. That's part of their story over Republic, there. Republic uh, sells across the Sun Belt where um, Florida, Nevada, Southern California, Texas, where you've had the biggest negative impact of um, housing industry collapse. There's going to be major pressure on municipal finances in these markets over the next couple of years. They're um, still going to have trash. cutting into their – yeah, but this stock is near its all-time high. I'm not saying buy 10%. that one. I'm just saying something's up with waste oh, management when they're not getting price increases, and this guy's citing that. Well, well, but they or are. they're not sticking. Well, are. 2%, 4.3%. and they lost customers. 4.3%. They lost customers, though, it says there, right? No, actually. Or maybe I was looking anything. at the old it value line. At all about What's the date on this? It's today. Yeah, it's we were. You know what? In the office today, we were reading day. the old. The old value one. Line. Well, maybe they. Maybe they're. Like were, I say, price they, increases were late. They had a. I don't remember the numbers. They have a fleet of something like thirty thousand trucks, and they're cutting it back to twenty-five thousand or something. See, this like is that. down from the last issue, so uh, oh, maybe yeah. things are getting better. That's now. why I think it looks more interesting here. It's down uh, more than fifteen percent. The uh, PE at 16 times is very low relative to historicals. You've got average PEs shown here for Big like Cap 15 X, though. Years. Big Cap X, the free cash flow here is not so it's, good. Yeah, 8 times and 12 times, right? Well, you get GDP okay. growth. They're too big to gain share. They're too big, right? You don't get – you don't – you grow a GDP. This isn't – that's fine. I'm, Actually, the waste is going to grow slower out. than GDP. I'm, we're looking for improvement in uh, profitability here as they reinvest in assets. You convert uh, CapEx into margin. Um, if government's paying them, how are they going to get a margin? So this is being discounted for a cyclical slowdown. That's why the PEs at such a low number on current period numbers, thinking that there's risk to those. There may be some top-line risk, but probably offset by um, insufficient optimism about what they can do with profitability. Hmm. We're debating this right now in the show. Because the pricing hasn't been reflected in the numbers yet, right? That's coming – that's in backlog, if you will. Well, I have to tell you, I was Until surprised. Until you annualize it. I was surprised they said they weren't getting priced because it seems to me it would be easy to get priced if you're hauling There's going to be – this is be a great name to own for a long time because there's some exciting new um, – um, you know, because the business is hugely influenced – by your operating costs in the collection business, which is 56% of revenue, which means the fleet, which means fuel um, 
efficiency. And like we were talking about earlier, there's some really uh, exciting hybrid, just like you have a Prius in cars, they have hybrid technologies coming for garbage trucks, which they're, they're talking about cutting fuel costs by 50% or more. Hmm. Well, the margins uh, being as low as they are in those, I mean, they do well here with 25% EBITDA margins and uh, 6 7% net margins. But, uh, I mean, they'll be making money hand over fist I, as they I transition like that one. into that product. Yeah. You may buy um, it. Now, I, I then looked at Allied Waste, which instead of a market multiple is like 12 times earnings and thinking, well, maybe I ought to six times cash flow, but ah, same 12 times free cash flow. And I run the enterprise value to uh, EBITDA calculation. And on Allied, I come up at eight times. Guess what? Waste management slightly under eight. So higher quality, larger cap, less volatile, uh, more predictable, I'll say, uh, on sale, on par with you know, a less attractive member of the big three. I Wh- did look at Republic. Wh- Wh- you like expensive. Allied or you didn't like it? Hmm. I, I like waste confused. management best. Better. Okay. Yeah. Allied and uh, Republic's more expensive at eight and a half times. So uh, WM, waste management. And with that, enough about, enough about garbage, enough garbage talk. Yeah. Let's have a beverage break here. Okay. Here we got something to clink. There we go. Okay. Clink. And, uh, Huh. Thank you. I'm going to turn it over now to. Uh, wow, I'm tired of talking. Yeah, Val. That was um, I'll introduce myself. That was intense, especially Val after a couple Hughes. of adult beverages. We did have, we did, uh, we did spend a little extra time this and week that on that portion stronger. of the preparation. Even stronger. You uh, said so yourself. Yeah, they did crank it up there. Anyway, this is Val Hughes, and uh, you know we had a lot of extra time this week. We uh, left work early. So if you saw a guy leave early, that could have been us. You have you have lots of time. Do I? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just nap then in between tickers. Why not? A lot of uh, I just have three are. this week, and I just want to go through them in a hurry and go take a nap, frankly. Uh, it's been a volatile week on Wall Street. Uh, stock's up. It was a, started out as a good day. They ended up kind of down. Yesterday was a strong day. We're finding a lot of new ideas in the shop, and um, – I've got one to talk about today, which we just bought. But before I get to that, here's one I know nothing about. So that's interesting to me. Uh, C.B. Richard Ellis, ticker C.B.G., page 328. First thing I notice here is this thing is selling at half the market multiple, um, you know, uh, 9.8 times. I have one times cash flow. Well, good for you. That's bad accounting. We know that. On Avis, you've got to understand the accounting. Something's up with that for sure. But this is seven times gross cash flow, nine times free cash flow. Uh, what do they do? They're a global real estate services firm offering services to occupiers, which I rarely, you rarely see that word in a, you know, in a, in a civilian sense anyway, uh, lenders and investors in office, retail, multifamily, other real estate. So they're broadly into real estate, 60% U.S., 20% Europe, Middle East, and Africa, and the Pacific, about 10%. So they're broadly um, invested in worldwide real estate, and they, it looks like they've kind of grown through acquisition over time. Um, business looks strong right now. They bought Trammel Crow last year. Um, they're seeing some synergies with that. Value line points to a weak real estate market. Obviously, we're seeing it in residential, and so the natural uh, – forecast would be to expect 
weaker commercial next year, and that's what everyone is expecting. The stock is down a lot. I thought vacancy rates had bottomed and we're starting to move up again. Uh, well, that could be. I'm just uh, these guys are saying it's a weak market, and uh, we're looking to buy some space, uh, you know, nearby here, some commercial space, and it's. Uh, it's not selling at the prices that it's listed at. So it looks like there is an anticipation by potential buyers to w- start to wait just like the residential guys are waiting, and uh, that could put pressure on uh, profits for this company next year. The stock's already reflecting that in my judgment. The peak was 42. Uh, it's at 21 right now. Revenues per share have been just going up, and they're pro- projected to continue to go up as cash flow per share is. This looks like more of an underlying fear of maybe, you know, what they own. They're putting up 17% operating margins, which is very healthy. Returns on capital are, you know, in the mid-upper teens and levered a little bit to get to uh, mid-20s, upper-20s percent return on equity. Now, they do have a fair amount of debt, 64% at the capital, but when you have a big real estate portfolio, and we know they're not making any more real estate, although uh, to the extent that uh, development continues in some of the, uh, you know, India, China, et cetera, Asian markets, um, you know, they get involved in gaining share in new developments, and they are doing that. But they have a big services portfolio, and that's very stable, and so that allows them to uh, lever up to about 60% of capital. Their coverage is 13 times. So when you have a big coverage ratio and a high debt-to-capital number, uh, you know that uh, you know you got a very cash flow positive business. They've also got five hundred million in cash on the balance sheet. That's about two bucks a share, so it's a little cheaper than it looks. Even Value Line is predicting low twenties percent growth over the next five years uh, in earnings, and you buy that for ten times. They're buying back stock. Uh, the stock is down, and according to Value Line, it's down because of I'll quote the bleak outlook in the real estate market. I mean, I'm walking around in the real estate market every day. It doesn't look bleak to me. I don't know how me. you can see There's people the in suits going into <laughs> elevators, you know? You, you got around that crater over uh, on uh, I did, yeah. Main Street. Recessions, recessions happen. Real, there, is a, there are a lot of cranes around, uh, certainly. Yeah, there are no attack helicopters. Uh, but um, look, you know, uh, this thing looks overdone. It certainly looks in the stock. C.B. Richard Ellis, page 328. Okay. Now, I just think it's a confusing name, and I wouldn't buy it for that okay. reason. Okay. Well, good. Uh, fewer buyers means that you can buy it cheap right now. You know, when this thing starts to turn around, you'll get some momentum guys involved, and that'll help you make more on it. Uh, Equifax, EFX, page 380. My theme on this, well, first I'll tell you what they do. Equifax enables and secures global commerce. <laughs> Well, okay, through <laughs> that was fun. Through its information management, consumer credit, marketing services, business information, authentication, and e-commerce businesses. So they provide all kinds of services to internet businesses. Internet businesses are gaining share of GDP, and so uh, and and they evidently are gaining share of uh, the services business online. They do things like Credit Watch. They have products ID theft client. They sell it to subscribers. Uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act that the government, you know, ran through a few years ago has led to a lot of consumers wanting credit reports. They provide those. Uh, they're doing acquisitions in uh, several markets and technology in the service area in the e-commerce authentication business on the Internet, and they've done some of that through a variety of acquisitions. Uh, the stock is trading right now at 10 times cash flow, and they have almost no capital spending. 
Uh, so I suspect there's a lot of software development here that gets expensed along the way, and that's smart accounting, by the way. Uh, they're putting up upper 30s percent operating margins, so that's pretty good markup. Um, you know, they earn, well, right now in the teens return on capital, uh, they can get into the 20s. They have some leverage, so in there, they're in the mid-20s return on equity. And, you know, this thing just looks like it's cheap from 30,000 feet. I know that Internet's gaining share. They're gaining share on the Internet, and their margins are 37%. Incremental returns on capital, um, you know, look even higher than uh, what they're putting up. They look like they paid too much for some acquisitions, and so there probably could be some write-downs here uh, in total capital at some point to, to the extent that it's goodwill or client lists or whatever they might have written up at the time. Anyway, I like this one. I think it's a buyout candidate, Equifax, EFX, page 380. Okay. Finally. I was moved. Well, listen, you got to that, – that's 30,000 feet on no, Equifax. Yeah. Uh, it's software. It's an annuity. That's the beauty of this. Mm -hmm. I should stress it. It's an annuity in global commerce on the Internet. Yeah, and it's managing cheap. information, yeah. yeah that right. annuity never right. changes. Well, once you're, in, once you're into these systems, you know, it's hard to fire these people. Uh, your switching costs are higher than, uh, you know, the uh, incremental cost so, it might be to stay with who you're right. with. Right, but so cheap anyway. in the first place. That uh, that's controversial, Relative. though. Write in on that, EFX. Okay, Getty Images, GYI. I own this. I bought it a couple of weeks ago. I've talked about it on the show. Um, I think I first saw it in preparing for the show in Value Line, page 384, Getty Images. What do they do? Uh, if you haven't I heard know, of them. Val. What do they do? Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Uh, let's see. They sell device. and license still and moving images and related products and services online. If you go to GettyImages.com, what you'll find is a giant inventory of not only famous, cultural, iconic images that they've acquired over time and compete with one other firm that's actually owned by For Bill free? Gates. No, and I think that's called oh. uh, Cor Corvus. There's two of them. Yeah. And then they also uh, maintain an ongoing, growing collection of images that help promote advertising. Uh, recently, the stock has been absolutely clocked. The high was 90. This was an Internet bubble favorite. It came down to z nearly zero in 01. Oh, they were going and, to own uh, the rights to all pictures. Well, you know, everything on the Internet got a little inflated. Yeah. They got up to $95 a share in 05, and now they've collapsed down to 30. Well, why? Because they sell images to advertising firms, and they get, you know, $200, $300 an image. And these are images shot by famous photographers who use Getty Images as a distribution for their royalty-laden work. Uh, they also provide royalty-free images at price points that are, you know, somewhat less. You can get exclusive use or not, et cetera. But they have this whole license-managed, royalty-legal-managed site you can look up pictures by theme, by color, by, you know, rectangle, circle, octagon, whatever you want for your ad. You can look it up. It's very user-friendly. That has a lot of value, in my opinion, and that's ultimately what I like about Getty Images. They have a, a, a credible collection of images that are connected to a best-of-class uh, search software for images. And now, what's, what's the problem? Yeah, okay. well, yeah. yeah that what's sounds the, good. Wrong? Well, what's the problem is a little thing called uh, Yahoo Photo 
Google Photo. Google right now is going through the process of uh, tagging almost all photos on their site. And uh, even Getty bought a thing called iStock Photo. You know, amateurs upload photos just like goofy guys like us upload shows. I mean, people are uploading photos and some of them are tagged. So the fear was that, you know, them getting you know, $300 an image uh, versus free images is, wasn't going to be, you know, a sustainable model. And the stock got really beat up on the fear that Google free images search, you know, was all going to interfere. Well, so we've done a lot of work on this. I talked to a whole bunch of advertising firms. And, yeah, Getty's not going to get the free image that people put up on their personal sites, but, you know, those people aren't worried about legal fees. The advertising industry, using images to promote products and promote services in a global marketplace, are going to be using licensed images. Images are so teeny tiny in cost relative to the price of a whole uh, campaign that they're not going to, you know, $300 to Nike is free. You know what I'm saying? So when they need an image, they want to make sure there's no lawsuits, they own the rights, it's easy to look for. The guy doing the ad might be $300 an hour, so the fact that he's out on Google looking for something that's not, you know, copy protected is uh, a waste of time. Crazy. And, and we found this when we did our, uh, our interviewing, that nobody's moving away from Getty. Um, and they do have this little iStock photo thing where they sell pictures for a buck or whatever in case that's your thing. Still using the great search technology. So I think it's overblown. I think the market's undervaluing the ability to search. I missed. Did you already stock, talk about this? Well, the stock is, is stock 23. The stock's at 23 right now. Not it says 29. Like it says well, it says, no, it's report. 29, but I'm, ta I'm taking out ah. six bucks of cash. Oh, they I have see. no debt. No debt. Uh, they're trading at seven times gross cash flow, ten times free cash, cash flow. flow? Positive? Yes, Vern. Yes, they, they are. They always have been in every uh, environment. Listen, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Well, listen, does. Well, listen. I'm asking. Read the 10K. On I don't know. I don't listener. know the answer to your question. <laughs> I'm just getting on with my story here. They have 34 percent operating margins. Watch out for the financial margins. risk in this one, people. No, there's 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 risk because the market fears that they're not going to get their per image price. Um, and I'll just say I've done a lot of interviewing of people using the product at professional levels. And, you know, advertising right now is in a little bit of a recession anyway, if you haven't noticed the newspaper, magazine business not doing all that great. And when that comes back a little bit next year, uh, you'll have political advertising. The Internet is starting to get some price in that market. And I think ultimately their ability to search is going to win out these big ad firms' uh, market share and loyalty. Um, and it's it looks cheap. Seven times gross, ten times free, a lot of cash. Their return on capital is low. It's 8%. I don't like that at all. But I think that relates to just uh, generating too much cash over time and being overcapitalized. Um, they have, uh, you know, what? I think incremental returns on capital are very strong. Anyway, Getty Images. So is that your favorite idea? Getty is my favorite. I just favorite? bought it. Getty? Okay. I think there's a lot Getty. of fear in it. Page 384. And, Vern, that's all I have this week. And my favorite idea, symbol WM for waste management. Okay. Wow. Good. Well, that was exciting. Wake up, everybody. So, so that's been our show. <laughs> Check our website, www.thevalueguys.com, and we'll see you next we'll week, everybody. Next week. Bye.